0: it's always game day in cincinnati with lindsey patterson and mike santagata
1: we are back on it's always game day in cincinnati lindsey patterson mike santagata Mike, what is up
0: okay i mean the two big things is one <clears throat> that the podcast knows i saw barbie uh, but, uh, yeah, okay. We, we can do that real quick. I that? thought I would love, I thought I would love it. I merely really enjoyed it. I was like, this is good. Although I will say like 30 minutes in, I was like, I don't know if this is made for me. <laughs> like, I'm not enjoying this, but it got much better. Well, I guess I better, but I liked it more after that, after it really starts picking up but yeah i went in like I, I i think i talked about i was like yeah i'm gonna go see barbie opening night and not oppenheimer but then barbie sold out so i was like well i guess it's time to go watch oppenheimer i like oppenheimer more i don't know i've now done the barbenheimer uh i think barbie's good uh i enjoy it i i think the message is great i think you know it, women empowerment all that great stuff good for them to have a movie like that i feel like we we men we we get a lot of those mm-hmm. <laughs> uh but yeah no I loved it I just some of the humor didn't really hit for me and then I don't know there's just parts where I was just kind of like yeah you could have just not done this or whatever but it was good I, like I recommend seeing it I just if I had the knowledge of how I feel about both I would do that again right I went and saw Oppenheimer first but uh also I went and saw I went to saw like well, I did see I went to Cedar Point yesterday Whew, been busy you
1: are really really busy i mean i have to get it all
0: in right like, like this ends in like no, two weeks
1: what, what do you mean it all ends in two weeks
0: <laughs> well i just mean every every sunday it's not taken for oh, like, what, two weeks, weeks.
1: What are you talking about? Is the world ending? Let's go. Yeah, on? the
0: world's ending. Football starts.
1: Let's <laughs> <What's>
0: go. <going on? laughs> preseason football starts.
1: It's like uh, my first time. Well, I said it the other day. I said it's the first time in a long time. Normally, um, you know, when we get into August, I'm like, all right, let's go. Let's get these preseason games over. Let's get the football season. But right now, I'm just like, you know what? If August wants to chill, the longer August takes, the more time Joe Burrow has to get better. And yeah. um, that, that's where we're at right now. It's kind of crazy because. It feels good to talk about the Barbie movie to start the podcast because last week, the last time we recorded, we didn't really know what would the final injury report for Joe Burrow was going to be. A lot of unknowns. Actually, after we uh, finished recording, there was a report from ESPN that it was confirmed calf strain like soon as we hit stop recording. So a lot has happened and maybe not a whole lot has happened when it comes to the Joe Burrow updates. But anytime reporters are in the locker room, Joe Burrow's in there whenever they get a chance to ask Zach Taylor. They're going to ask him. So a little bit of recap since last Thursday when we recorded this podcast. Zach Taylor talked to the media, and um, he told them at Friday's practice that it was going to be several weeks that Joe Burrow would be out, and I think a lot of people were really concerned what several weeks meant. I Googled several. Um, I, think, I think other people had different – I was like, you know what? Is that is that a few? Several,
0: to me, would be like five.
1: Okay. I'm in the what Florida – I'm in the four to five and a half. It's like, it's more than a couple, but it's not many.
0: A couple's two, a few is three to four. And then for me, several is like five plus, but nothing crazy that you would say a lot.
1: So here's the thing about Zach Taylor. (laughs) I think he's learned a lot. I think he's learned a lot from his first year as a head coach, the AJ Green injury um I remember the Cordy Glenn stuff that was happening he's really good at just being like I'm not going to tell you a whole lot of what's going on and if I'm Zach Taylor I am being extra conservative with my franchise quarterback and I'm not going to be out here telling you "Mm, he'll be back you know maybe 10 days he'll be it's really nobody's Zach is Zach and, and the people behind the scene the coaching staff Joe Burrow, the only people that really need to know we have really no business of knowing I know a lot of fans are like why doesn't Zach just tell us I mean I wouldn't I think handling it as hey it could be several weeks and maybe it will be several weeks we just don't know we don't have the MRI or anything like that but it honestly feels and and I'll get your vibe for it from where we were last Thursday when that happened to where we are when we're recording on a Tuesday evening. Um, I know the beat writers were in the locker room on uh, Monday. And then another one, a channel five photographer today, uh, noticed Joe Burrows in there two days in a row when they're doing media. And Joe doesn't like to be around uh, the, not, not, not to be around the media, but he doesn't, you know, he's not going to be in there for no reason at all. He was talking to his teammates after they got back from practice, Uh, moving around. He just had the calf compression brace on. And a lot of the reporters said no limp walking around the locker room um, from one locker to the other, the offensive line side to the other end. It's about 40 or 42 steps. I think Paul Danner was the one that tweeted that out and nothing um, out of the ordinary for Joe Burrow. So any thoughts on um, on what what they have observed so far?
0: Um, Yeah, I mean. It's hard to put too much stock into it but uh like we were saying last week the only optimistic part of it was just like listen to how everybody's talking and you know how not burrow but people that talked to burrow were kind of talking it didn't sound it just feels like if it was something serious there would be more gloom to how everybody was talking because i mean that's that's a season if it was something serious that's going to bleed and like more than half the season that that is the season. Mm-hmm. So I know you signed Trevor Simeon. You hope that he can win you a couple more games than Brandon Allen would have, but Trevor Simeon leading this Bengal squad, isn't really going to, they'll probably be fine. I don't know that, uh, what that, that 08 Bengal squad was decent, but yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick. At the helm made them go like what two and fourteen two thirteen and one something around there. I know there's a tie because Donovan McNabb, famous game, two thousand eight, they tied, and he didn't know that you could tie.
1: I remember that. I remember that press conference. Yeah, I mean, there's we we just don't know a whole lot. I think you know the most important thing is you're going to talk to people who have um, been around this injury. Or, um, you know, the Bengals, they just they're not going to tell you a whole lot. And that is totally fine. And I would treat it extra conservative. So one of the things that I I said to people right away when this injury happened, look, you have to listen to to doctors. Don't listen to Twitter because a lot of people are like, oh, I had that injury. I know exactly what it is. It's this. It's that. We we just we don't know. So one of um, the Twitter doctors that I actually follow, he's a really, really good account. He's uh, Deepak Chona, MD. He's over at Sports Med Analytics. And he couldn't be on with us tonight, but he's going to be on uh, when Joe Burrow does return to the field. And it was about a three and a half clip that he sent me. And I wanted to go ahead and just kind of go over some of the things that he said. And I thought he really made a great point from it. He says, normally in the offseason, you are going to, which we're we're counting this as the offseason of training camp versus Mm -hmm. in a regular season play. He says, you're going to treat it more conservative. So if this was regular season, could we see a speed up on when Joe Burrow returns? depending on the grade 100 percent, he said. With this, you're going to maybe take it down one more grade. If it's a grade one, the Cincinnati Bengals and their medical staff would probably treat it like a grade two. Um, He said it it is very encouraging. And obviously, this is just from a locker room, from people being in there for about an hour, 45 minutes. So when Joe's out of there, nobody knows what he's wearing. Um, You know, he's in in all the meetings he's currently doing all the rehab he's still lifting according to zach taylor um he mentioned that in his tuesday press conference we don't know what that looks like when it comes to still getting his workouts in but they're going to be conservative with it but he said you know you should feel encouraged by if he's walking without a limp because normally grade two you're still in a boot for a couple weeks and um as of now the last two days that he's actually been in there uh when when media has been around Um, He has only uh, been in the compression sleeve, the one that a lot of people saw him in the beginning of practice last Thursday. So he felt like that timeline was pretty good. Um, As I mentioned before, grade two, you're just going to be in that boot a little bit longer. And one of the things that... I asked him when he was coming up with some of his points, I said, you know, what's the lingering issue? What's what's the biggest part of this? And the Bengals having time is extremely important. A lot of people last week, when you heard several weeks, six weeks didn't feel like a lot of time because you don't want to throw Joe Burrell out there when he's going to have to go against Miles Garrett and maybe only get a couple practices in. Um, it really kind of feels like he's going to be on like that similar timeline, and obviously we'll hear more in the next two to three weeks when he's back out there when he was coming back from the appendix last year but that's a whole different situation because uh, joe lost i want to say people 20 to 25 pounds uh and you're you're having to build that up in in a two-week period of time and obviously it felt uh like we noticed that early on in the steelers game in regular season we don't know what that's going to look like but i think the biggest thing is what he said you want this to heal you want this to fully heal um and if it fully heals he said running um, being mobile out there, it won't affect his play if it if it is fully healed by the time he goes out there. So his biggest takeaway is we're just going to treat this more conservative if you're Joe Burrow. And he was actually really impressed with the fact that, you know, he was just in his brace when, um, you know, people did see him and, and there was no limp. So he kind of feels like with just that little bit of detail. But this is more of a grade one for Joe Burrow. And I know there were other uh, reporters out there for Channel 5. They, uh, they talked to Tim uh, Kremchek, who is uh, a lot of people know him around the Cincinnati area. And, and what he had said is he had heard that that was actually a grade one for Joe Burrow, but no other confirmed reports. And this is what this guy, um, I, as I mentioned before, uh, Deepak Chona, MD Sports Meta Analytics, feels like it's more of a grade one for Joe Burrow. But we just don't really know a lot of the details, so we can't confirm or deny
0: yeah, uh, you've got, I, I want to say you, you've got an idea that it could be a, a lot of the evidence suggests it's a grade one. Maybe it's a grade two and Burroughs just trying to, you know, look, tough it out and just like not look weak in front of, uh, you know, like can't have the general looking weak in front of the troops type thing. Uh, but yeah, I I think you could look at this. It's probably a grade one, grade one, like you were saying. If, if it was in season, it's, you know, it wouldn't be that much time, but you might see a little bit more time because it, you, as you were saying, I mean, a lot of it what you said, but as you're saying, you got to treat it like a grade two. So you're going to let him really rest, recover, make sure he's hundred percent. The biggest thing that happens with these soft tissue injuries is a guy will force himself to come back and then just mm-hmm. you're, you're playing the entire season at 90% or somewhere around there instead of being able to play at 100% at the start of the year. Uh, that I think would be your biggest thing. And it's just why that's okay. This happens in training camp stinks that he won't get a training camp this year, but he shouldn't lose 25 pounds from this.
1: I <laughs> <laughs> think
0: he, he could still eat. There's nothing affecting uh, his appetite or uh, his ability to lift with his upper body for the most part. Um, don't want him to drive and, use his legs at all but uh drive in weightlifting terms um i'm sure you can i'm sure you can drive with a calf straight the car But i don't know why i thought of it because it's a drive but yeah i don't know it it shouldn't have too much of an effect on the season i think is how we can look at this is if this is truly a grade one it shouldn't have much of an effect on a regular season maybe he's a little bit rusty to start again but maybe last year he was really rusty to start just because of the, all the effects that come with the appendix rather than it being a calf strain. He's a football player. I'm sure he's dealt with these type of strains a lot of his life, uh, offseason, preseason, whatever else. I've, I'm sure he's had strains, calf strains quad strains type things before and if not he it's at least like a normal football injury rather than your appendix burst once you, you know that's a once and a you only got one of those so that's also strange uncharted territories for him
1: what's so weird about that is the appendix it was almost like a year to the day i think a year and yep, one, one day. day
0: off uh the Burrow got one extra day
1: it's absolutely insane but as zach taylor already said he's had more july practice Uh, practices already this year than he's had his whole entire NFL career. So I think that's huge. And another thing is Joe is he's in the building. Joe was in the building the very next day. Joe stayed until about 745 on Thursday night when all the players were leaving after all the meetings. So he's been in everything and that's extremely important. He's still watching all the practice tape and it's just going to be the communication. And and if, if Joe was a rookie, I feel like that would be more concerning because it's your first, I mean, not, not really Joe really hasn't had a rookie camp or anything because of COVID. So it's really hard to compare that, but a Kalijah Kansi who is going through a calf strain right now. He's a rookie. And um, I know there were reports out today that that's going to be like a four week time period of what Adam Schefter reported for Kalijah Kansi. And everybody's going to be different than Joe Burrow and another guy who has a calf strain. It's just going to be different with, with just different NFL players and and how they deal with it. But I think it's helpful that this is year four for Joe. And this isn't, anything too crazy for him because it's just what he had to deal with last year when it comes to missing training camp and the year before when he was rehabbing, coming back from the ACL and then the year before when they didn't have a preseason. So it's just absolutely crazy. I just hope next year, I, this is to everybody when they talk about Joe Burrow, we, we just can't say a normal training camp. Like nobody, right. you can't say it. You just can't.
0: Just, not until September, not until yeah. the, you know, the season has started.
1: Yeah, maybe over. Maybe like August fifteenth, we're getting around there. The preseason games are on the books, and you can mention it. I think no, somebody's not saying it then. Well, I, somebody <laughs> said on I saw it on Twitter today, and somebody goes, "Well, maybe he can be ready to play in preseason games." Like, nope, off the table. Joe should not play. Yeah, games. I
0: mean that was that was an uphill battle in the first place, though, right? Because Zach doesn't want him to. He wants to. Zach mm-hmm. doesn't want him to. Zach doesn't. You know. He doesn't seem to care too much about these guys getting in their preseason work. And they just went to an AFC championship game and the Super Bowl. So I'm not going to question it too much. But Burrow wants to play in them. Zach doesn't want him to. And now Zach has all of the, you know, like 100% correct opinion of like, you're not going to play in these preseason games. You had a calf strain. We're shutting you down for those.
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. But yeah, everything feels encouraging, but obviously, um look, I, I would be shocked if, if Joe's out there in two weeks. If if he is, then great. And he's a hundred percent. They know better than we do. They're around Joe. There's an incredible athletic training staff uh with the Cincinnati Bengals and Joe knows him about as much as any other player that's in the locker room so uh we'll stay with that i'm sure everybody will have joe Burrow updates when they get them but the Bengals are actually off on wednesday so the next time we talk they will just be getting in their uh third practice of the week or their second practice of the week and then uh next i want to talk about travion williams uh seems like an optimistic update but just another injury i want to talk about when it comes to training camp on it's always game day in cincinnati